Hello, everyone, and welcome to Life Told by a Stranger, the podcast where we pose the same four questions to each guest and get life advice to put our minds at rest. I'm your host, Daniela Lake, and today we're here with Sherry Perry. Hello. Hello. <laughs> places in my lifetime. Um, I grew up in a small town in southern Illinois called Carbondale, Illinois, and it's a university town. So um, I'm not really good with the numbers as far as like how big the population is, but uh, it's still a small town. And part of the part of my life, I grew up in a small town outside of uh, St. Louis. Mm-hmm. It's still on the Illinois board, Illinois side of things. It's called Alton, Illinois. And it's very, very small. <laughs> no, no kind of university there, nothing like that. Just dirt roads and wow. <laughs> the country life. And then the other part of my life, I grew up in Chicago. Mm-hmm. So that's the city side of me. And... I had, a, I guess, a different outlook as far as what I would want or where I would like to live um, mm-hmm. as far as my life were to go. But I enjoyed it all. I was very blessed to have the love and family around me. So Yeah, that's nice. <laughs> and you're an only child, right? I am an only child, surprisingly. <laughs> a lot of people get are, are surprised that I don't take on the major only child traits of being very selfish and and uh like <laughs> not spoiled. giving and spoiled and to be honest I think my mom had had me kept me around a lot of different people to where I was able to learn from other backgrounds mm-hmm. so um I I think that kind of helped shape me yeah um I do notice sometimes that I I have only child tendencies, <laughs> but they're not as selfish as you would think. Yeah, yeah that's not. good. <laughs> okay, uh, tell me about your job. My job currently, I am an assistant at a law firm. It's not what I went to school for, but um, as life goes, you have to pay bills and you you got to live. And so... I, ha- I look at things as making sure that I am taking in the experience so I can use it in my bag of tricks for what I want to do later. Yeah, what do you want to do later? Well, you know, we all have dreams. <laughs> I'm very creative. Mm-hmm. And so my biggest dream that I had mm-hmm. was that I wanted to open a performing and visual arts academy. Wow. Or center where it could take all walks of life to where people can embrace their art or their performing art side of them and be in a safe space to express it. Wow. That's the big, big dream. So tell me more about the law firm. I work at a law firm where we help families uh, prepare their uh, state plans and also we help families when their parents are towards their older sides that are needing um, further help as far as 
um, when they're being placed in facilities or they need benefits, we can help. We help with public benefits, stuff oh. like that. Oh, so okay. mm -hmm. that's what I usually do. Um, and it's it's. I'm surprised that I went into this, but it was because I needed a job yeah. after my accident, and so. What accident? Um, well, I was hit by a car walking across the street. What? And that did change my life. I was, I was blessed that I was able to walk again, but it did kind of put me in a um, state of where I was financially kind of broken. Um, I wasn't working at the time because it put me out for a good six months. Um, but I came back you know, through prayer and, and uh, family and love. And just now I'm, I'm succeeding in trying to put those pieces back together so I can get back to where I wanted to, get back to what I wanted to do, basically. Yes. So, wow. Mm -hmm. How many years ago was the accident? Uh, that was two years ago. Wow. So mm -hmm. that wasn't too long ago. No, no. Yeah. That's so what I was saying. Putting you, those pieces back together. Yeah. <laughs> You're... I would have never known. Yeah, a lot of people think, oh, you got hit by a car. I'm like, no, no, my body got physically hit by a vehicle. Mm -hmm. And that is no fun. I flew up on the hood and flew oh. into the street. Oh, my God. But, um, yeah, by the grace of God, I'm still walking and talking. And, and I you're think, walking well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the doctor said that um, the fracture that I had in my spine, he's like, you know, it's a good thing you weren't really skinny because that would have broken. I was like, see, there's, there's a reason why I kept this cushion. <laughs> yeah. It came in handy. It did. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. So, that's, a, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. That's a miracle. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And you I, can run and you can do everything. I, I can. And by the grace of God, it keeps you going. That wasn't his plan for me, you know? So yeah, wow. still got things to do. Yeah, you do. <laughs> You're just getting started. Yes, yes, ma'am. <laughs> okay, let's get into the big four questions. All right. So question number one. If you were to write an autobiography of your life, what is one story you would have to include? One of the stories that I would include in, in my autobiography would be when I took the trip to, well, it's not a trip, it's the decision to go on tour. Um, I went on tour with a children's group called Missoula Children's Theater, and they travel all over the country, two people in a little red truck. <laughs> and we go to a new town each week. We audition between 25 to 100 kids, mm -hmm. let's say. Uh, and we dwindle it down to about 70. And we teach them a full-length musical all in one week one with the performances week? Friday or Saturday. And then we hop back in our little red truck on a Sunday and drive to the next town. Wow. And that sounds really fun. It really was. <laughs> and I, I, I'm glad that I actually did that because being on my own for the first time like that and away from family and friends, it really helped me grow. And it helped me and it shaped me into the person I am, I think. Because being able to meet all these other people from 
all over this country gave me a better outlook that there is total grace in everyone that you meet. Even though sometimes those people that aren't as nice <laughs> may still come around, you know. Mm -hmm. um, but definitely put, God put really good people in my, in my path. And I think without that experience, I would have never saw the things or experienced the things that I've done or be the person I am today. Mm -hmm. So wow. I have an open mind. My mind is more open, I should say, um, when I encounter a new person because you never know what experiences they've had or especially you doing this. Yeah. You get to... That's the whole point. Mm -hmm. To see, mm -hmm. like, I didn't know all this about you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it... it I did it for about three years and um, enjoyed every minute of it. I enjoyed every minute of it. I went to places that I was scared to go because, you know, obviously I am an African-American. And who do you know that's African-American that lives in North Dakota? <laughs> no one. And I didn't see anyone. <laughs> and I'm like, who would want to live in this cold old state. What and do they have there? <laughs> no offense to any North Dakota listeners or anything. A lot of snow because we went in the winter and I'm telling you the family that we stayed with they were just marvelous. They oh, were fantastic. That's good. And I, one of the one of the little girls that was in the show she was like our five-year-old. So we have five-year-old. There were the raccoons. We did Red Riding Hood. There were <laughs> raccoons. And I was doing her makeup. And she just was laughing and all giggly. And, um, and it surprised me with what she said. But she said, you know what? And I was like, what? And she goes, I like black people. <laughs> and I was like, you know, we're good people. And it didn't dawn on me until that moment that she never have ever experienced or been around a black person before. Wow. And I was like, God put me here for a good reason because it was able to, so she could see the difference mm -hmm. in someone else and realize that we're just the same. Yeah, we're all the same. Yeah. Wow. And I, 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 was, I was flabbergasted by her, but she was the cutest little thing. And we still laughed and giggled and had a good time. <laughs> and, and she, that honesty yeah. is what touched my heart because she didn't say anything that was like, well, why is your skin this way or that way? You know, and I would have explained to her that God made us differently. But she was just like, I like black people. <laughs> well, that's, that's good. Cause, yeah. Because now she's open. Mm -hmm. She's open. And I think that was one of the really good occurrences for um, our, the Missoula Children's Theater, you know, to be able to touch all these different walks of life. And so that was an experience that I really enjoyed. Mm. And I'm grateful that I got to experience it. So. Yeah, that sounds amazing. <laughs> Okay, question number two. So, what do you value the most in a person, and why? Personality. Mm. Someone's personality, when you meet someone, it will express not only on the outside, but you can see on the inside of what's going on. Um, because 
you know right there that, okay, you know, either you're bubbly or, you know, you're kind of apprehensive, you're not sure. But for me, it's a way, my sight to see through you. Okay, <laughs> question number three. Okay. Putting aside money, fear, and insecurity, what is one thing you would love to do if there were no stakes and you had all the freedom in the world? What I would like to do is start a um, project for homeless people. Um, and I was turned on to these homes that are called Earthship Homes. And they are, it's all natural uh, materials that you build and, it, and they build these to where you can um, have sustainable life in that. So uh, you're able to create uh, a water filtration and um, be able to grow your own food and things like that. And I'm surprised that we don't have very many of these homes built around. But if that's a way to help homeless get off the street, then we should do that because it doesn't take a whole lot of money to sustain it. Yeah. And so that's, that is one of my like ideas that I you know, would hope to help yeah. the world, I should say. It really would, because um, that's super useful, especially if it's in, inexpensive. It's, well, it's expensive to build, oh. but um, it's all recycled material. They build, you know, your the platforms out of these, you know, tires, and you know, you use. I mean, you usually, you literally use recycled materials to build these homes, and they're beautiful, wow. and um, they can build them anywhere in the world. And so, I think that should be something that would be a great asset to cities to find an inexpensive way to be able to house homeless. So yeah, that would make a big impact. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Question number four. Mm -hmm. What is the greatest piece of advice you have to offer? <laughs> the greatest piece of advice. Well, <laughs> since I'm I'm not elderly yet to where I'm still learning things, I would say um, if when you go to college, and I wish that I I did this when I was in college that I took um, marketing and business classes. And those are just the um, non-elective courses because in anything that we do in life, we sell ourselves. And That's I think true. that if everybody had those skills to be able to put themselves out there, to be able to network, to be able to um, sell themselves and their ideas, that is something that should be a requirement, mm -hmm. I feel, for any college student. And anyone just really in, you know, who's growing up. Um, I do have one thing I would like to say is that I wish our school systems would be um, more open to teaching specific skills that help us grow and to be able to live. Yeah, oh my gosh, it's so funny because 
I actually want to do something in reforming the school system. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to do. I think that what happens is is that when we're, you know, focused, when we should be, we should be focused on English and on your, you know, basic subjects and history. But when you leave high school, and if you don't have that avenue or that opportunity to be able to go to college, some kids don't have the knowledge to be able to balance a checkbook, to be able to understand what insurance is, um, to know that why we are paying, you know, are uh, paying certain taxes, um, you know, for things. Yeah. And I feel that that is something that's so important that's missed. Basic skills, like for instance, when you're, and I know this seems silly, but if you have a clogged drain, mm -hmm. how do you fix that, you know? Because <laughs> not everyone has money to call a plumber or to, to call someone to help them, that just basic little things like that, just to offer little classes or workshops on life, occurrences, yeah. that's what I would say. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, advice, I'm still learning, but I would like to try to help in that sense of being able to educate in some form. So yeah. just don't know. You gotta meet those people to who, who would like to volunteer their time to do it. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> volunteer them. Volunteer them, yes. <laughs> okay, thank you. Thank you. And I I appreciate you doing this because I hope it, you know, gets out to a lot of people and they get to to you know, experience all these different people who you get to interview. So yeah. it's a great idea. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you guys for listening. It's so fun to record these podcasts. And you guys can go ahead and follow us on Twitter at Live Told by a Stranger and tweet me. Let me know what you thought of today's episode. If you thought something was funny, if you related to something, if you were surprised by what someone said. My hope is just that you guys take something away from each of these episodes and maybe your eyes and hearts are a little bit more open. So thank you for listening. We upload every week and stay tuned. <laughs>